Time for Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. Back in Talk of the Town in the studio here at KTOE for a little chat about what's going on with the Blue Hearth County Historical Society. And Jessica, back in. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Always good to have you in. Somebody in the office said, oh, Jessica's coming in tomorrow. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. Oh, <laughs> oh go. that's so sweet. It's very sweet. I was thinking about you yesterday. I was having a conversation with Maya, my daughter, who's 13, and randomly, she loves... Um, the history class that she has in school right That's now. That's fantastic. That's rare. U.S. history. Um, and she's been, you know, when I pick her up from school, sometimes I'm a couple minutes late, so she'll stay and she's been helping the teacher clean the desks and things like that. Oh, my goodness. And she's like, I've been noticing these. And I thought, oh, this took me back. But I've been noticing these notes that people are writing to each other on desks. Like, who sits here? Like, have a beautiful day. And then somebody will answer like a couple hours later. And so her and the teacher are kind of watching this this note go back and forth. It's kind of funny. Wow. But, uh, and then she gets in the car and she's telling me all about that. I said, what class is that? And she said, it was my history class. And uh, she goes, you know, I really like history. And I said, well, that's good. She goes, I would really like to do a job, but I don't know what kind of a job you could have with history. And I said, well, let me tell you about my friend. I have a job <laughs> in history and it's pretty cool. I know. I told her all about that. And she goes, I would totally volunteer at the Hubbard House. I said, you might be a little bit young. No, actually, no. my daughter, who is going to turn 14 next week, she wants to volunteer at the Hubbard House, too. So I will hook them up. Hook them up and help them yes. out. She goes, but I'd probably have to really just do a deep dive and learn all about. I'd love it. I said, that's what you do, though. And then you regurgitate the knowledge for somebody else. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get them. History Geeks Unite! (laughs) Let's get them shirts and let's get them working. I love it. I love it. Or volunteering, at least. Um, What have you been up to since the last time I talked to you? You had the Mapping Project folks in from MSU talking at a last, uh, like a public kind of Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, they there was a wonderful write up in the free press about um, that kind of summed up the project, but um, they also had a public um, another public forum uh, this past week. I didn't get a chance to go to that one, but um, the 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 kind of where they're at in the project is they've done enough research they've identified some places, and so now they're on to the next phase of the project, which is actually to. Um, to do more mapping um so they'll actually be creating some maps and some documents that come along with it and um very interesting project um i I will i i live in a 1960s neighborhood so when they started identifying neighborhoods i'm like please don't be mine please don't be mine oh it's probably but you know what if it's yours it's not your doing no it's not it's not and thank goodness it wasn't but um it was just really interesting to um to read about the different neighborhoods and some of them made perfect sense just because of the the and, and not that I'm saying that the people who um, developed those neighborhoods had their prejudice, but it was um, just some of these uh, very affluent neighborhoods. Mm. Um, and so they they made some of them made sense and other ones didn't make sense. Um, and they're not always all full neighborhoods. They're sometimes just, you know, a house within um, one of the ones that was really interesting. But then you think about it, it's it kind of makes sense. Um, Woodland Hills Cemetery. Oh, really? Yeah. So no people of color buried there for yeah. a long time, huh? Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, there's just things about it. You just, you you know, when you spend enough time doing what I do and you kind of understand the people and the places and just how it all intertwines, there are things about it which are like, wow, that's surprising. 
but not really. But not really. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's been a, an interesting project. Um, a lot more to come. A lot more to come. I am not the person to speak on it. Um, I just find it interesting that there's so many different entities involved in it. it and is, I think yeah. like next, uh, what is it? Is it maybe this week? Yeah, I think I'm talking to the school district about their involvement. Mm-hmm. You're involved. MSU is involved. Like so many partners. Yeah, the and project. there's and I know that there's another organization that was talking about trying to map um, some of the areas of disparity within the community. And I'm like, do you know about the mapping project? <laughs> so, I mean, I think right. that that's another one where I'd be like, you you really need to talk to this group. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I not it's, it's needed. It's yeah. needed. Yeah. Let's just say this is a project that's needed. Um, it's bringing to light things that, um, you know, are sitting in records that many of us don't realize are in those records. Right. Right. And we're not carrying them forward in the way that we we choose to move forward with these different properties, but we're carrying them forward by leaving them, leaving them there. Yeah, and as a history geek, uh, it's got to be exciting to see other people digging through the history. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that's the great. That's probably you're right. That's one of the things that makes me really excited is that there's so many different entities that are involved that are saying, hey, you know, history matters Mm -hmm. and we need to pay attention to what has happened in the past so we can learn from it today and and, uh, make changes going forward into the future. And that's exactly what we do every single day. And so it's fun to see that there's a lot more history geeks in the world. There are, see? And they're all over the place. I know, I love Um, it. This next thing that you have coming up, what's going on uh, with Stripped of Citizenship? Well, did you know that March is Women's History Month? I did know that. So I've been a little excited about talking about some really special women. Um, I have to listen to, I'm I'm kind of getting a little sidetrack here, but, um, you know, you have to listen to our podcasts um, that are on Saturday mornings on this station. And uh, surrounded by history, surrounded by history at 1105 on Saturday mornings because we're dedicating the month to Women's History Month and some really incredible women that have walked this land. So the program we have coming up this Saturday um, is in honor of National Women's History Month. And we are um, featuring Dr. Lori Lalam. She is an MSU Mankato History Department professor. And um, she has done extensive research on women's history. In particular, she's been focused on Norwegian American women. But her program is titled Stripped of Citizenship, American Born Women, Marriage and Expatriatism. Big word. (laughs) It is. Let's just say in Minnesota. Um, So she is um, really an interesting program about... American-born women in Minnesota who married aliens, not um, space aliens, mm-hmm. but um, those from other countries, mm-hmm. and the ways in which we can reclaim their stories. Her mm. focus is on Norwegian-American um, women, in particular, about pregnancy, the history of the immigrant women, landscape, agriculture of northern prairies and plains, and the Scandinavian Republic League. Oh, Okay. So she um, is a very interesting speaker, and so we're excited to have her at the History Center this Saturday, March 18th at 1 p.m. The program is free and open to the public. Okay, so you don't have to be a History Center member. You should be, but you don't have, I, I can say that, you should be, but you don't have to be in order to attend, and maybe you'll decide to sign up when you're there. Yeah. Very cool. All right, I know that you had a big meeting. We uh, did. We had our big annual meeting. How'd that go? It went well. It was at the beginning of the month um, at Lincoln Community Center. So 
We uh, can mark that off of the books for the year, which is exciting. But we had a great 2022, and so it was fun to be able to talk about all of the the great successes that we had the previous year. And we also um, said goodbye to quite a few of our board members. They just they run for a three year term, mm-hmm. and and so much has changed in three years. Um, those a lot of those board members started in uh, they they were brought onto the board at the beginning of March 2020. Oh, COVID. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So um, so lots of things have changed in three years. And now we have brought on six new board members wow. onto our organization. And I just wanted to give them a shout out as a welcome. Um, Brad um, Bindig, Lillian Lamoureux. Lam- I shouldn't even say their names because I'm butchering them. <laughs> Christy Marushka. Um, Patricia Nino, Madison Pearson, and Joe Farnham. Those are the new members on the board. It brings us up to about 15 board members. Oh, nice. And so um, really exciting to have um, these. These all represent different aspects of Blue Earth County. And so we're excited to see our new board come together and make some great um, advances for our organization. I know last time we talked, you were mentioning about this, about the board and the makeup of the board. You were talking about like getting people from not necessarily... Mankato proper, because we're talking about Blue Earth County, which encompasses so much more. Did that happen? Yeah, it did. Okay, um, Good Thunder, Madison Lake, um, Ma- uh, Mapleton. So, yeah, we've got a variety of people from the, the county. And, you know, the, that's our goal is to make sure that we are doing what we can to represent Blue Earth County, not just where we're located. Perfect. Uh, we've got some time where kids are coming out of school for a few days here and there um, with the weather. It was so funny, like, you know, we have to Mm -hmm. be in school five minutes longer here and there, or we're getting an extra day here and there. Um, But school spring breaks are coming up, and you've got something planned for the time that the kids are off. Right. It could be between now and and Easter. You might have some extra days off, and you're like, great, and it's another Friday off. What am I going to do with my kids? Well, you know, we want to just invite you to consider the History Center. It's a great place for families to come together. You can wander the museum together. You can check out our exhibit featuring the history of Lincoln School, which is Lincoln Community Center. You can see some local artists that are on display. And we also have a hands-on history discovery lab. So some great opportunities uh, for something a little bit different than um, what you may be trying to figure out what to do with your kids because there's a few upcoming days where there's no school for a lot of the districts in our area. All right. So consider the Blue Earth County History Center coming up in April. Another meeting of the young historians, which we, you know, we touched on the beginning. Like, did you drag your kids to young historians when they were younger? Are they too old to go or what's the age range now? Oh, you know what? The fun thing is this past, um, it was last weekend was young historians and we had, um, oh gosh. Yeah. I just, I love that program. We, um, we had our, our itty bitties that are in um, elementary school. I think there was one that was probably pushing middle school. Okay. And then the Mankato West History Club students <gasps> came. Nice. So then on one side of the room, we had high schoolers. There's a history club. There's a history club at Mankato oh, West High School. Fun. And so it was so much fun to, and to have... Um, to have this, I mean, it always was this kind of one-room country schoolhouse mm-hmm. where you have all of these ages coming together and you've got the parents in the room. And so you really have multi-generational um, having these conversations about things. And, and we talked about um, the turn of the century and we were kind of focused more on 
um, Ellis Island, and we used to cut into com- conversations about family trees. Right, and um, and so there was some great conversations about family trees, and that and the the little pieces that people have found in their family trees, and so. Um, I tell you, it's just an awesome program. So it is geared towards the uh, the elementary age kids. Mm-hmm. So it, the, it's going to have that basic level so that they can comprehend what we're talking about with it. But it is for all ages. It okay. really is. And so the next one will be Saturday, April 8th um, at 10 a.m. till noon. That's how it runs for that two-hour time period. Mm-hmm. And uh, next month, they're going to be talking about the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Fun. Oh, that's the rise and the fall. Right. So it should be a fun way. And um, and again, please don't if you are a history geek and you just want to explore history in maybe a different way, you should definitely check out Young Historians. It is free. We ask people to pre-register just so we have enough craft supplies Mm -hmm. or um, this situation. We needed family trees. And so we want to make sure that we have enough things on hand, enough copies made for everybody that um, comes and wants to participate. Jessica Potter with the Blue Earth County Historical Society in with us talking a little bit about the things going on at the History Center. I know that you recently uh, kind of rolled out the free second Saturdays and that's going well. It is. It really is. Um, you know, it, it's, it takes a, a little bite out of our admission revenue, but I think it does a lot more than that $7 admission could ever do because we've been seeing a real increase of attendance at the Hubbard, at the I'm sorry, at the History Center on those free Saturdays, and that's really what it's all about. That's what we're about. Is we want to make sure that history is accessible to all people. So it's a great way to take a barrier down. Um, some people think, oh, I've been there already, and and then they come and they're like, oh, wow, a lot has changed. Yeah, you change things around quite a bit, actually. We do, and so it's been a lot of fun. So the same day that we have Young Historians, the second Saturday of the month, we also have a free museum day. And the research center is free that day as well. So if it's something where you're like, ah, oh, I just want to go check them out, or I've been there and I don't, I don't, I just want to see what they're up to now. You know, this is just a great opportunity to come and and learn a little bit more. And if you really like what's happening there, you know, you could become become a member, and it's free for the whole year. That's so um, come check it out. Great way to. Um, to explore the History Center and uh, maybe become a partner with us. Perfect. And Lincoln School is still open for the tours. Right. So the second Wednesday of every month, we have partnered with the uh, Community Education and Recreation Department at Lincoln to conduct self-guided history tours. They happen um, from 2 to 4 p.m. And so the next one will be on April 12th. And then the last one will be in May. So there's only two left, um, but a great opportunity to come explore Lincoln. If you have, haven't been in the building ever, if you mm-hmm. haven't been in the building since you were in sixth grade, um, you know, it's just a great way to come and see that beautiful space. And so um, there's free self-guided um, tours of the building. They're, they obviously have a little history spin to them. Um, that you can come check out. You do not need to pre-register for that. You're able to just come and go as you like from 2 to 4 p.m. Okay, Wednesday, April 12th. That's a free event as well. Uh, This one is something that you're taking part in, the History Center is taking part in with uh, Mankato Art Crawl, which sounds fun if you want to go check out some some local artists. We have fantastic art here. We really do. Really amazing. And this is a really fun thing. This is We have nothing to do with this except for we are one of the stops. 
Um, this has to do with our, our good friends down in Old Town, mm-hmm. Justin Eck. I'm just going to say it oh, right there. Yeah. Everybody knows Justin. Yep. And I'm going to call him out. Um, so the Mankato Art Crawl will happen on September. On Saturday, April 15th from noon to 4 p.m. Okay. And it is various locations around downtown Mankato. Um, I haven't even seen all of the locations right now. But What kind of locations are they looking at? Well, they're looking at like, different places where there's art featured. Okay. Um, or there are spaces where artists could be featured. Okay. Um, and so there are art galleries, shops, coffee houses. Um, and this is the first art-focused uh, art crawl. In Mankato, um, it can, and this is their off of their Facebook page, you can experience local featured artists and their work at each location, along with special offerings like live artists and rewards for stopping at each location. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Activities will include live music and art classes. Come what, come see what some of our Mankato's creative scene is working on and support local art. I've been following, I'm friends with Justin on Facebook, following him. He's learning like weaving. Oh my gosh. Now, have you seen this recently? No. Like he's been doing some amazing weaving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and if you don't know Justin, he is responsible for a lot of the murals mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. Old Town. And so he is an yep. incredibly talented artist. Both family at Bellissimo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On this as well. They're Amazing. incredible. Mm-hmm. So at the History Center that day, we will have local photographer David Klobus. Also phenomenal. I love him. Oh, his art, his yeah. photos are stunning. Yeah. Um, and then Takara Olson, um, she she reached out to us. She has some handmade vintage dresses. What? And she is also one of the artists that is behind some of the costumes or the dresses um, for Raw Fusion. Oh, cool. And okay. so she's going to have some of those dresses on display as well. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, we have Marian Anderson Art. And we'll include, um, we'll have a special collection of her original oil paintings on display for people to check out. Oh, nice. And we have a local art um, gallery space that is always featuring local artists. Mm-hmm. And this is fun. We're going to have students from Lincoln Community Center's Adult Basic Education Program will be featured in our um, art gallery space during the art crawl. Okay. So um, lots of fun stuff happening at the History Center. Um, We're we're really excited to have been asked to be part of it. And um, and I think it's just going to be a great day in downtown Mankato. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. April 15th, that's a Saturday from noon to four. Uh, Jessica, we talked about this a little bit earlier about the podcast that the History Center does here on KTOE. So remind us, it's Surrounded by History. Surrounded by History, 11.05 right here on KTOE on Saturday mornings. And um, I've got a few new ones up my sleeve for Women's History Month, um, including one on the School Sisters of Notre Dame mm-hmm. and Good Council Hill. Okay. Um, and then uh, one that has become uh, a little bit of an obsession, I could say. <laughs> um, it's about three doctors, female doctors, started their practices in Mankato in 1900. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Whoa. Right. And they, they just, yeah, they just made the huge, huge contributions, not only to the, the community and the county, but to the state and to the nation. I will leave you with that. Perfect. You just have to listen. See, we're going to have to be following the Surrounded by History podcast, which is easy to find on your website as well. Right. Right. You can go onto our website, blueearthcountyhistory.com. And if you do backslash podcast, 
you'll get the full list. We have over 60 podcasts um, and you can just listen to whatever one um, you want to at the time or you can listen to them live when they uh, when they get launched. Um, they live uh, on Saturday mornings at 11.05 on KTOE um, first and then they make their way onto our website to live for a longer period of time. Perfect. We're going to send folks in that direction. We'll give you the links on that. It's always good to see you. And good can't to see wait you to talk too. to you next time. Uh, stay safe out there with the snow. Yeah, fun day today. <laughs> good luck. Jessica Potter with the Blue Earth County Historical Society on Talk of the Town.